This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Hey, third hour here, Dr. D, and it always feels like I'm so excited to talk to this third hour guest that I'm... Uh, uh, we almost need some Red Bull or something in here to like match the energy of our guest and match <laughs> for the last show here. I'm so happy to bring back to the show uh, Mr. Since She's Been Gone, the, this talented, talented pianist. She's a songwriter, a producer, and a composer. She's also an actor. Um, Elise... Welcome back to the show, Elise Sol- Solberg. Thank Got you so much. Got some soul in that Solberg. <laughs> <laughs> Elise, welcome back. Honestly, uh, you know, I think about you a lot because you were, uh, when you, you were introduced to the show, to, uh, to me by Roxanne Seaman, the great Roxanne Seaman, um, who has worked with so many talented artists. And you, uh, you guys were working on such a special project at that time. Um, tell us about that project again, because I would like people to go back and, and listen to that. It's such a good cause. But the, with the Library of Congress, this is such a neat project. And this is how you were introduced. And you came on the show. You, you composed uh, and worked with writing a song with Roxy and uh, Hannah Gold. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, for bringing that up again because that was such a good time. Um, that song actually, I, I didn't help write. Uh, that was a song by um, Roxy and uh, Charles Fox, mm-hmm. uh, the wonderful composer. So they uh, did the lyrics and the composition together, but I just arranged the um, the live music for that. But it was such a great tribute to all the veterans out there um and also our our uh, family members i think all three of us had veterans in our family so the fact that we got to bring up some of their you know memories and um their experiences in the military that was something really near and dear to our hearts and to be able to do that through music was very special it was and it was it, it was a beautiful it is a beautiful song I'm referring, if you want to go back to that interview, it's on uh, episode 375, uh, In Love and War is the song. And uh, remind me the the story about your grandfather who fought in the war. It was such a powerful story. Yes, my grandfather, um, he fought in the U.S. Army. Uh, He liberated the middle bow... um, the concentration camp um and i think he also liberated another as well um and 
He also was awarded two Purple Heart awards because he uh, saved the lives of other soldiers. So I keep his um, memories near and dear to my heart, even though I never got to meet him uh, because he passed before I was born. But uh, my father and my grandmother would always tell me wonderful stories about him. And and um, I, I feel very blessed because uh, back then, you know, you were drafted into the war or you know you're in the military and you had to go out and risk your life out there and you didn't get to really pursue your life passions because of the war mm -hmm. and i feel very grateful to carry out his dreams because he wanted to be a musician um and i get to be a musician so oh wow uh, i feel very blessed to to do that what does it mean to you, when you as a child, when you were told stories about your grandfather and his dreams, but, but also the, his great accomplishments and the, I guess, the sacrifices that he made for the country and uh, for his family to live and be, you know, have freedom and have an experience you know the life that you're now able to live when you when you heard those stories as a child um how do they affect you and and which ones you know what do you carry with you from the messages that you carry from him i think what i carry most is that um inequality in one place is a threat to inequality everywhere so um, especially with my organization, Turn Up Per Mike, um, which is very specific. It's women in music, and mm -hmm. you know, it's not any in any way really related to wars. <laughs> but well, I mean, if I could jump in real quickly here, and it's you know, you pick pick something for all of us. Pick something to help you know inequality, and to help write that or help whatever wrong that speaks to you pick something i mean you can't cover everything but i i like i like this cause that you're that you're involved with oh thank you so much yeah i i felt like a sense of justice you know was kind of instilled in me that um you have to stand on something and that's definitely what my grandfather did um and i definitely want to carry that for the rest of my life and I want to make sure that the next generation of um, women musicians are well represented in the music industry. Mm -hmm. It's neat to me. It's it's a neat story to hear that. I think there's special bonds between a grandfather and a granddaughter, and and I'm sorry that you didn't get to experience that in the physical. But it sounds like his memory was really passed down to you, and. Um, instilled uh, some of his values were instilled and in who you are um i'm sure he'd be very proud do you know what type of music that he enjoyed or his favorite songs did, did were you ever told that um what type of mu music he wanted to be or what musician he wanted to be i think he was into jazz just like my dad was my dad was also in the Air Force, but he was in the Air Force band. And I think my dad also carried on that tradition of the type of music that um, that my grandfather really liked as well. Um, and so 
my dad was able to bring that jazz and um music to different countries so a big part of the relationship between japan with where i was born and the states and um just the bond between the two countries was uh greatly benefited by the um, air force band yeah. that you can build um great communities through music and they performed all throughout japan to bring jazz and american culture to the forefront and and the audiences really loved it and they held uh the united states in even better esteem because of it yeah yeah, it was jazz and the musicians that played it and toured during that time really did build uh, and repair walls and build build bridges, right? And sure. were very instrumental in and in all of that. I, it's a history that that I'm fascinated with. I think it's it's very it was a very uh, big part of healing wounds and and um, and all of that. So so your grandfather let's uh dedicate this show to him what is his full name uh laverne solberg okay thank you um mm -hmm. is that okay with you oh of course <laughs> of course i love that <laughs> yeah last question about your grandfather do you ever think that you may record one of his favorite tunes for him or you know to because you're you you're him and re reincarnated basically right you're you're living his dream and following traditions yeah I'll, I'll definitely have to um spend more time a little more time with jazz uh lately it's it's been more pop and, and r&b because of uh, some of the gigs i've been um associated with but um i would love to really sit down and and work on more jazz music now uh, uh, <laughs> when you do play please bring it to us we want to hear it um yeah, you you're very eclectic. The the, the different genres of music, the, uh, or very uh, very learned, very talented, pop, R and B, rock, classical, a little bit of jazz. Gonna get there one day for for grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, how? I mean, let me give your bio out a little bit here because then everybody will understand my my next question for you. You performed at the Oscars just what a couple months ago with Beyonce. All right, I mean, you probably don't get any higher than that. <laughs> you don't get a better gig than that one. Um, you perform in the Oscar-nominated song by King Richard, "Be Alive." You've performed with five-time Grammy nominated nominated artist Chloe and Haley at the MT Movie and TV Awards, the Global Citizen Festival, NPR's Tiny Desk concert. You've been on James Corden's Late Late Show. Um, you've been on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon playing with Chloe and Haley. <laughs> the vmas the the bet awards uh, how i gotta understand because i don't think we got enough time last time at least this is one of the things that fascinates me about you is that how did you get from a little girl like loving music to there i mean where 
What was your trajectory? Trajectory. What was your your path? And what drives you? A lot of questions there, but you can start with <laughs> you can start with an easy one. Sure. Yeah. It's you know, despite not uh, having lived on this planet for very long. Yeah. Um, very young, young but wise. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, originally I, I was more focused on classical music growing up. That was my training. Uh, I did competitions in the whole nine yards. Did you like, like it? I liked it in many regards. I loved the music, but the, um, the intense practicing yeah. in solitude um, to become a concert pianist was very... Uh, it was a lot of things, but I think that eventually when I was in college, I was like, you know, I really crave this creative um, collaboration that you just don't get if you're not working with other musicians. So um, can I go back there? Just pause you for a second. So little girl, young woman, but you're isolated and that's the time. And it, it is this intense I can't even imagine, but you know, I see, I, I, I know so many musicians, I know this is an intense training and regimen and discipline to be, good, to be the best, to be good. And that, was that hard? And it sounds like it was, but as you said, isolated. So, and you're a young woman that wants to be, you know, you wanna be around probably other kids and other, do do normal things and other activities was how many hours a week would you dedicate and would you be alone perfecting your craft oh my gosh um i have to think about how many hours that would be uh let's see i mean it depending on you know i went to public school so uh not like a specialized music school so i had homework as well but um anywhere from two to four hours and on weekends I would try and practice as much as I could um, um, especially if competitions or auditions were coming up it you know could be anywhere from like three to six um, on weekends do you appreciate that time and that training now or do you ever is there anything you wish you would have been able to do that you weren't when you were a child I think more than ever, I, I really appreciate it uh, because I don't think without it, um, I would be, I wouldn't be where I'd be today. Mm -hmm. And um, just kind of that, that discipline, I, I don't think, um, I think it's harder to learn when you get older, Yeah, that type of discipline. So who would, uh, who would not make you but say you got to go you got to go practice you got to go play or would you go on your own was that something that was that your first instinct um i think especially during um my adolescence uh <laughs> i i got a little bit um carried i was like man i just want to spend time with friends but my mom and my dad were like you know if you want to get into college for music you you really got to sit down and practice a lot and eventually i i kind of learned that drive and nobody would tell me to practice like in high school mm -hmm. mainly i think like especially after my first year of high school i was kind of self-disciplined 
Okay. Yeah. When you uh, you'd play classical, would you would you veer off and play a little pop or a little rock or <laughs> <laughs> when no one was around? Yeah, every now and then, you know, I would try and uh, uh, learn something I would hear on the radio or um, something I heard on YouTube. Um, my favorite, some of my favorite artists were Linkin Park, uh, who's a great rock band. See, I wouldn't guess that, but <laughs> that's, uh, I, I love that. It shows yes. how, how much we don't know. We just got to keep talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> Linkin Park, sorry, go ahead. We were a couple more. All right. Um, I loved... Adele's uh, records back then. I think I was in high school when 21 came out. Um, Have you heard of Adele, Richard? <laughs> Richard loves Name Adele. Is, uh, vaguely familiar. <laughs> Richard loves Adele so much that I've banned him from mentioning her on the show. But then now, almost every guest that comes on uh, mentions Adele. So I'm like, I gotta, re I gotta lift the ban. It's, it's funny. Uh, it's kind of like uh, the, the name that is not to be mentioned from Harry Potter, like Voldemort. Not supposed to mention that. So then take it. So uh, that's interesting. That uh, you, but you were when you were dreaming of. Obviously, the next step for you was to get into college. That's that's why on a scholarship, right? Is that the goal? Mainly. Yeah, that was that was the goal. Did you think about though? I love this, and I want to do. I mean, what you're the, some of the musicians you're playing with now probably fit that that dream as a child, right? You wanted to. Play, you wanted to get outside of just classical. You wanted to, you know, break into pop or play pop music or rock music or R&B. Did you, did you dream that way or did you go, I'm just focused on getting my college music scholarship and then we'll go from there? Or when did that change or was it always there, that desire to play with some of the, the big groups that you're playing with and the band the musicians? You know, that's a great question. Actually, back then, I di it didn't even occur to me that you could do that, that you could, you know, play with different artists um, and support them musically. And so I was just like, you know, just keep doing classical music. It didn't really occur to me, and I just went to college. And then, um, thankfully, the college that I did go to has a very robust contemporary music program and the pop program that's headed by... Um, the amazing Patrice Russian um, and uh, I got to see some of their performances their different classes they, they had these wonderful performances I was like oh my gosh um, did you go to USC kind of, I did yeah yes. okay I thought so yeah so, um, what a great that is a great music school great music program I think I may have mentioned on the show last time that I went to the USC film school right next door to you. So I would go out uh, the, all the build, those buildings are right next to each other. All right. So most of the classrooms. So I would go out on all my lunch breaks or my breaks in between classes and just sit there and listen to you guys play. It was, that's one of my best memories of USC was just sitting out there in the, under those trees by those brick buildings, that little courtyard there yeah. uh, right outside the music Academy or the music building. I hope yeah. I, uh, I don't think we probably went at the same time, but <laughs> maybe I heard you play. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Oh, oh, that's that's fine. Um, 
Yeah, so I was I was watching all these um, performances go down, and um, eventually I was just like, you know what? I, I want to see if I can get involved with this in any way, shape, or form. So I just went up to Patrice one day, and um, this was later in my college years. Um, I just asked her, hey, can I be a part? And she says, yeah, you know, um, I met her my freshman year, so it wasn't just like some random occurrence, mm -hmm. but um, I, it was, I was like a junior and I said, can I get involved? And she said, yeah, we, we can always use more keyboardists. So um, I get had a involved bit of a, in, in what exactly did you ask her to get involved in being a, a musician, backup musician or a part of a, a band? Uh, just part of the pop program. That, oh, okay, um, the pop program. Sorry. Yeah, she had, oh, no worries. Yeah, so she um, suggested that I join the junior pop program where you write, record, and perform your own music, whereas the first two years you're just kind of put into bands and playing cover songs just to kind of get the stylistic um, nuances in your fingers. Mm -hmm. um, but junior year... Uh, you just work on your own music. And I kind of had this learning curve because I didn't get to play in bands. I didn't form those bonds. I didn't really learn a lot of those stylistic things. So she just gave me a playlist of things, of like songs to listen to stylistically to kind of um, get me on that level. Um, so I had to do that very quickly, but it, it definitely paid off especially that year <laughs> i think it did i think it did we're we're going to take a real quick break here we're talking with our special guest today elise solberg there's a lot of soul in this in this uh <laughs> i'm going to do it twice because i love it i think it describes her perfectly you got a lot of soul elise and uh we're so happy to have you on the show today she's a pianist she's a songwriter a producer a composer uh soon to be a world-renowned actor. I can't talk about it, but I think I can't. Can I even talk about it, what studio it may <laughs> land with? Or <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Apple TV new program uh, was previously HBO, but I think it's on Apple TV now. Coming up, so you'll have to look for Elise Solberg. Solberg, excuse me. I go. I, I love the soul, but I go back to the soul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Elise Solberg is our special guest. We'll be right back. Let me tell you where you can find her on all of her social media handles. It's pretty easy. Find more on Elise Solberg at her website, elisesolberg.com. Also, I'd like you, and we're going to talk about this coming up, check out Turn Up Her Mic, turnupermic.org. And you want to find her music, go to Spotify, follow her Definitely follow her. Don't just listen, but follow. Um, you will be notified with all of her new music, and you can check out the One Last Time EP. You can find it there. You can find all her music on all the streaming sites and buy, buy the EP. We'll be right back. When you walked out the door I didn't think I would care but you left me wanting more And I deny my feelings were there But you took me by surprise When you caught my eye Like we never fight about who was right But I keep denying 
Mr. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on The Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play The Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Our very special guest today is a returning friend, a very talented artist. Uh, Elise Solberg is back. She's a pianist, a songwriter, producer, and a composer. She played recently with Beyonce at the 2022 Oscars, so you may recognize her. Uh, she's on a Be Alive by King Richard Oscar-nominated song. And uh, five-time Grammy-nominated Chloe Ann Haley been on so many award shows, played with so many great people. Um, one of her greatest accomplishments are the, the causes and the, that she cares about, and we're going to talk about those soon. First, before we do, if you are just joining us, Elise has taken us on a trip through through her past and the, the paths, the different paths that she chose that have led her to her success uh, following a career and dedicating her life to music, which was her grandfather's passion as well. She's living living and continuing the tradition and the dream of three generations here. Welcome back, Elise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's so good to have you. It's so good to see you, and it's uh, great to listen to your music here at the breaks. Um, I wanted to talk uh, and just kind of continue, and you're now at USC. You've talked to, uh, please tell me her name again, a very pr well-known instructor there at the university in the music program. 
Yes, Patrice Russian. Mm-hmm. Patrice Russian. You went to her. Uh, you took initiative in your junior year, junior year. Approached her. That must have been. Ner- you must have been nervous, right? She's she's so well known, and uh, and said and asked her, "How do I get more involved?" So take pick it up from there. You took you joined the junior music program, if I've got that right. Yes. So she let me um, be a part of that junior class, um, and it was just so amazing the amazing students i got to meet there who are now uh doing amazing things and uh, and i got to see their journeys as well um can i but can i interrupt again i'm sorry to do that to you because i know you'll move on and then i'll i'll forget isn't that interesting about usc how uh everybody that you're interacting with is a, a, a son or a daughter of someone usually or someone that has worked really hard to get there and, and pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and and earn their their pedigree or earn their right to be there but it isn't uh, what's important about usc and any of these campuses or these colleges that you go to uh, you know for people out there listening is network right like get to know people because the you, if you love that business, you all kind of come up together. Yes, absolutely. Um, just keeping that, those relationships alive and, and, you know, just really seeing people and acknowledging their accomplishments as they go further. Um, that's been really rewarding. I will say it's, it's even more rewarding than me going out there doing stuff, but I think it's even more rewarding seeing people like, oh my gosh, I remember when we would in the hallway and and do last minute changes to our arrangements and you know just see how far people have come i'm so glad you guys all had to do last minute arrangements it was my own personal concert (laughs) 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 so thanks for that but go ahead okay continue networking i'm just trying to make that point get to know people and be nice and be kind and like you said respect what they who they are and what they've accomplished and that pays off in many many ways years to come right absolutely um just just seeing everyone um i i have a friend that was at school um i think he's just a year older than me or maybe two but um yeah, I, I remember him working so hard, and now he's um, out there co-music directing for Billie Eilish and um, wow. um, some other artists, Conan Gray, Role Model, um, and it's just been such a pleasure. And he just recently played guitar on uh, Beyonce's new album as well, so... You know, people like that. I'm just like, wow, we've we've come we've come some ways. <laughs> we, we've done well, Arsa. You guys all deserve everything that you worked hard. Obviously, it, it's it's in the music. Um, it. Uh, oh, I lost I lost my question. Okay, continue. <laughs> so then, so that's your path. I mean, everybody's path is different. Um, if you know there's a young Elise out there right now and she's listening and she wants to be so so much wants to be in in the business and producing music what would three things from Elise Solberg be from the book of Elise Solberg top three things that you would tell this this young Elise that's Um, listening I would probably say 
keep your this this is gonna sound a little strange but keep your circle of um people i don't want to say people in general but when you go to people for advice keep that circle very small because people are going to tell you all sorts of things and then especially if you're a very uh, impressionable yeah. person especially like i was you're gonna start listening to all these opinions and not all of them are either a uh warranted because they're not experts mm -hmm. <laughs> and and b you know everyone has an opinion right and you could have a brilliant song but somebody could be like you know they could have an off day and just tell you that it's a terrible song right um and shoot and down so your your ambition or your your own feelings right and and just and destroy or hurt, break something that you were working on unnecessarily right, right. so keeping that input, good advice yeah your, your circle very small like your mentors um and and any person that has more years or of experience just keeping that really tight knit um i think second of all just be open to new experiences sometimes you're going to be offered opportunities and it might not be the number one thing that you imagined but i think sometimes that leads to an even uh greater opportunity that you would have never imagined a lot of the stuff that has come my way um i would have never imagined would have ever happened and it's greater than i expected um I think thirdly, just uh, just really work hard if it's your passion. I think music is one of those things that you know everyone can be involved with. You can you can sing, you can express yourself, but I don't think um, if you want to go really far distances with music, you can be one foot in, one foot out. Mm -hmm. um, so Got to be really, all in, right? How many? Uh, you you mentioned four to six hours when you were young every day after school after homework that you would practice doesn't sound like yeah. you had much sleep <laughs> and <laughs> how many hours are you thinking about music right now are you nurturing that network are you writing are you composing are you wrapped up in music? How many hours of your waking life, your daily waking life, Elise, do you spend thinking about or doing something with music? That's a great question. And it kind of depends day by day, but this month has definitely been one of those months where it's like I wake up, start working on music, whether it's producing or writing. Um, or in rehearsal or performing and I wake up or, and I go to sleep and I was doing that until I slept basically um, so sometimes it's an all-day uh, venture and sometimes it'll be for months on end and you're just like oh my gosh um, it's a little overwhelming do you need but, to take time sometimes to be creative and go I'm, I, I gotta unplug 
Absolutely. I think I was just, I'm just facing that right now. Um, After this interview, <laughs> you're like, Jeremiah, you push me over the edge. <laughs> no, no, this, this is great. I uh, hit a wall. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it can be a lot, you know, especially if there's other things going on, um, especially because I, I don't write uh, all day, every day since I have to perform and um, rehearse and that kind of thing. So, um, but there is kind of a limit, like you're saying, sometimes you can't really come out with the best things if you're just kind of yeah, you burnt can't. out. You're not receiving. Okay, we're going to... You can take a little nap, okay, Elise? Go. <laughs> Please not off during our commercial break. I will, nobody will hold it against you. We, we, we applaud you. We appreciate you. Uh, Elise Solberg is our special guest. Check her out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Elise Yuka, spelled Y-U-K-A. And go to EliseSolberg.com. It's spelled Elise... I think you can spell that, but let me spell Solberg. It's S-O-L-B-E-R-G dot com. Check out, while Elise is taking a little nap here, <laughs> turnuphermike.org. And you will have enough time, I think, in the next two minutes to also purchase her one last EP, or excuse me, her one last time EP. And we know it's not going to be her last time. We can't, we can't wait for many, many more to follow up. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeremiah Show. Our special guest today is Elise Solberg. me as a ride of dust to only get a side piece maybe two or three while you at it how could you just lie there by my side lying to me night after night just wasting my time but why would you bring up all the times when it was just you and i why would you hold me tight just to
Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we are Girl Named Tom. Go to GirlNamedTom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show. We're talking with Elise Solberg. She's a incredible musician, an incredible artist. Don't believe me, though. You should, but you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go, go to elisesolberg.com. She's got a lot of stuff up on YouTube that you can hear right off her front page of the website. Um, you can get her one last time EP that we've been playing throughout the show here. And, uh, you know, check her out. She's great. She's a pianist, a songwriter, a producer, and a composer. I'm just going to mention because I'm, I feel like I, I get to brag on behalf and say, you know, like I know Elise. She played with Beyonce at the 2022 Oscars. Um, Be Alive by King Richard. Great song. We're playing that here in the show as well. Chloe and Haley. Five-time Grammy-nominated artist. She's played with them. Been on uh, all the late-night talk shows. This lady gets around, and she creates and continues to compose and create and write and perform. I don't know how she does it. We just let her have a little power nap. That's probably how. 
I uh, hope it yeah. helped her. <laughs> I wanted to mention uh, some of the things that you work with that you really care about. Number one, 2022, her nonprofit was chosen to host a panel at NAM. Wow, what an I'm not surprised, but what a uh, honor. Um, so, NAM, well, uh, tell us what uh, NAM is for those people that are not in the music business. Yes, yeah, so NAM is a, an annual convention that happens in Anaheim. Yeah. Um, and it's mainly for uh, music manufacturers and, you know, being able to have these or host these exhibits where people can visit. Uh, they host performances. There's usually like a headliner each night. Um, it's like the who's who, right? It's uh, everybody goes, everybody in the business, from the artists to the to the managers to the labels, right? I mean, everybody. Yes, there. yes, yeah, definitely a lot of people go and they check everything out and you know develop their relationships. Uh, but Nam also does a good job of having panels and informational sessions for the next generation of mm -hmm. musicians that would like to get involved with the industry. Yeah, um, so would it's a you perfect recommend, setting. Yeah, you'd recommend that a new artist go to this and they would learn a lot, yeah, they'd, if they can, if they can get in. I, I've never been invited. I don't know why, I'm sure, all the musicians. So gotta, I don't know. Got to get invited. we got to talk I'm, to Mike Gornley and Roxy. Um, there you go. Yeah, so back to this, though. Your nonprofit uh, was chosen by NAM to host a panel, Increasing Gender Equality in the Field of Music Direction, and that is Turn Up Her Mic. Tell us about Turn Up Her Mic. Yes, so Turn Up Her Mic is a nonprofit organization. We started officially last year, and uh, we are seeking to increase the number of women in the live music industry, so touring musicians, music directors, tour managers, live sound engineers. Uh, and just because for the past, you know, four years, I've, I haven't really encountered uh, many of those uh, roles, um, but that aren't women. Mm -hmm. So, you know, usually it's like the live sound engineer. I've only worked with one, you know, in my four years. It's, it's four years is not a long time, but still it's like just one um, that I worked with. Um, there and should so, be a lot more. Right. I've never had a female music director and most people never have a female music director. Um, it should be, you know, more. And I think uh, the area that we most struggle with in the live music industry is the amount of uh, music directors that are mm -hmm. women. I can only count on one hand how many there are out there that are actually working. Um, and so we had this panel to bring awareness and, of course, uh, clear or make clear the description of a music director, what they encompass, what they do, why it's so important to have a music director, especially for um, bigger acts, bigger, bigger artists. Um, so we kind of made that clear because a lot of times the general public and even people in the music industry, they're not even clear what they do. Um, yeah, that's, Which, I mean, that's, uh, I, I, re I remember that in film. I was like, what does an executive producer do? What is a, I mean, it's not the same thing, but you don't, sometimes you don't understand what those technical terms are, what they, and what they mean and what their role is. And so it's hard to determine if that's right for you. So that's great. So you guys define this. 
Yep, we redefined this um, just to make sure everyone was on the same page. Um, and then we kind of delved more into the reasons why there aren't many women music directors. Um, and I was very lucky to have very knowledgeable, experienced uh, music directors um, and musicians on the panel that helped clarify that and also their reasoning on why they don't have peers that are women. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to get into. And um, yes, yeah, so the panels were uh, panelists were Derek Dixie, uh, who I've worked with a lot um, for Beyonce, Chloe and Halle, Aunt Parrish, uh, who's a bass player and also music director. He's worked with J. Cole, uh, Alicia Keys, wow. um, and Raina Zemmel, who um, is a playback engineer and also guitarist for Pentatonix, Sophie Tucker. Um, and we just had a very honest conversation nobody really held back um so it was it was a great uh, honor to do this because i don't i've never heard anyone talk about it before what was uh, you said you didn't hold back and you were honest what were some of those topics i mean if you've oh do i need to take a break though doctor mm -hmm. did you say mm -hmm. okay we, we're gonna get that answer on the other side here we'll be right back it's a cliffhanger yes elise <laughs> solberg she's our special guest today such a pleasure to see her again uh check her out you want to see her you want to listen to her music um let me tell you how elise solberg.com it's s-o-l-b-e-r-g.com you can find all of her stuff there all the information you'll probably spend hours on this website getting to know elise uh after we uh after we get off this this radio show we'll be right back the jeremiah show with elise solberg Cause you don't think I'm onto you Bring girls here like you keeping score Cause you take me to places Go through all your places Just another day, another girl Yeah, it's much of the same It's just different faces All your girls will get diamonds and pearls Take me to places I've never been before But it's time you're just wasting I've seen it all before I've got no patience, can't take you anymore, no I don't wanna be just another level A reservation for two act no blue Tryna flex but you don't got much to prove Think you're going gonna die for you Like who the hell you think you're talking to When you're talking down you think you got game But what if I told you that 
Attention all passengers, we have reached the termination of this flight. There's a storm out there, so we want you to be careful when you're out on the road today. We don't want you to slip, fall, and break your heart. On the behalf of our entire crew, thank you for choosing Deceptive Airlines. Welcome to Player Island. Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your loved home. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Searching for something true My mama say you've never been so wrong You throw your hands up and give up too soon Cause when the rain comes down no, I'll be there with you. The storm rages on, but keep holding on. My hope is never gone, never gone. When you gave your all, but even angels fall. Just know that spring will come And it will be beautiful Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. Uh, Elise Solberg, she's our special guest today and we're learning so much uh, I love not only learning about you Elise but uh, you're you're really providing a, a service in many many ways one which we're talking about um, you're a founder and executive director of Turn Up or Mike it's a non-profit organization empowering and increasing women in live music through inform informative panels programs and so much more I want you to go to the website and check it out you can help in many different ways even if you're not in this business help this uh, this uh, nonprofit turnupermike.org um, you can donate and uh, and be a part in many different ways to help I love this cause I'd love like I said off air to uh, to lease just now I'd love to 
promote this and help her promote any of the musicians, artists, or uh, professionals. Welcome back, Elise. You were we, you left us with a cliffhanger. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I, there's nothing like a cliffhanger. Um, <laughs> and we're not going to make you wait till next week to hear it. We're going to tell you now. Do you remember what the <laughs> what the cliffhanger was? <laughs> oh yeah, I, we think, were I think I think we're talking about um, the music directors and and um, not many uh, women taking up those roles. Um, and I think that uh, there are some great. The ones that are actually out there doing it, I, I want to mention uh, the lovely Kim Burst, uh, who has done so many great things. She's music directed for J-Lo, her Super Bowl performance uh, for Beyonce until I think 2012. Um, and just so many of these big uh, award shows, TV specials. Um, of, of course, Patrice Russian, she was the first female music director of the Grammys um, and uh, Karina Day Piano she's newer on the scene but she's music directed a wonderful artist named Troy Sivan um, but I, I really wish there were more women al along their um, their ranks yeah so um, this is kind of our cause and, and we started this mentorship program last year it was our pilot program and we had a lot of great mentors who volunteered their time and took on mentees that were interested in these fields and had the basic or the foundational skills to enter the industry but they just needed advice from mm -hmm. veterans um, that could help get their foot in the door yeah or just life uh music musician life advice yeah. um it's very so. unique yeah. and if you don't know you feel like you're really outside right 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 let me, let me ask you elise um <clears throat> uh how do you feel about a lot of the stories coming out in movies and television over say the last i'm going to say 15 years that have focused on the stories of those women who have made, quite honestly, a mo the most significant impact in a, a wide variety of industries from NASA uh, to many other areas as well, including the one producer, I think it was a producer, or maybe, no, director, a female director, who directed the Oscar-winning uh, film, The Hurt Locker. Um, I love that uh, that director. I can't think of her name right now. Yeah, one of the things that that I, I think was well put, and I'm hoping one day we do get here. Uh, someone made the comment after, for example, Barack Obama was elected president. He's our first black president. Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, um, you know, Obama was our first black president, and it's like uh, I heard a commentator say, "We will have finally arrived when we don't make those references that Catherine Bigelow was a female or a woman producer or director or Obama was our first black president or whoever is going to be our first female president etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm -hmm. when we don't have to make those first distinctions VP, or VP yeah. uh, when we don't have to make those distinctions what are your what are your thoughts in that regard you know, I I can see both sides. You know how people say we shouldn't, you know, differentiate. If someone's great at what they do, doesn't matter, mm -hmm. you know, if they're male or female. I totally believe that. But I also believe that because we live 
um, in these times. And it's been like this forever, of course. You know, the lack of uh, the gender diversity, lack of women in these roles, it is necessary to point out that this is the first woman to do this. It is important to, you know, or the first black person mm. to, to mm -hmm. do this because then it reminds us like, oh, we're, we're still not on equal footing here. There's still a lot of work to be done. And I think that um, although I would love for it to be a world where yeah. it's like someone can just be regarded as being good at what they do. I remember going to a jam session, uh, my friend Ellen Sandberg, who's now Harry Styles bassist, she went up and it was such a surprise that a, a female bass player went up and, and killed it. Um, and someone said, oh, look, it's a female bass player, as if they've never seen one before. <laughs> you know, and have I was you, like- Have you no, never seen the Goo Goo Dolls? Or Blondie, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, that's you know. There's definitely been more, of course, but sure. I, I, I just wish that right now we don't have to do that. But um, until there are, it's until it's not an anomaly. Yeah, I feel like it's necessary to be like, you know what? It's great that we have the first female music director doing this mm -hmm. that's a yeah. very wise perspective and yeah. one i wouldn't have thought of but until you said it so yeah. that makes a lot of sense and i would tend to agree also and not to take anything away from any of the women of regardless of uh, uh th their color uh or men for that matter of color uh i you know i won't take that i'm not trying to take that away from them but it just seems as an observation one of these days one of these days mm -hmm. oh there's still some work to do you know, as Elise said though yeah gene yeah. foster oh my gosh she's the yeah. first woman no, 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 on the moon. I hope it's probably not too far off. I Maybe think, not. I mean, it feels like yeah, feels like things are moving exactly. in the right direction, exactly. even though it's slow. It's slow, but hey, it's, it's moving. moving. It's moving, though. We got to take that as well. You got to mm -hmm. you got to appreciate the the changes. Yeah, celebrate you know, them. Celebrate Absolutely. the changes. Well, Elise, unfortunately, we got to say goodbye to you. I did want to ask you a business question, uh, and then uh, we got to say goodbye. But I'm going to let this go a few <laughs> more minutes just so we can fill in a couple things that we failed to do very well here. Um, one is. Uh, I'm interested in, oh, I had Rich Ezra on uh, not too long ago, and Rich Ezra, um, you may or may not know him, he is the, uh, I guess the founder of the Music Business Registry, which includes the A&R Registry, the Publisher Registry, the Music Business Attorney Registry the artist manager registry and the film and television music guide. So if you're in the business, you're, you're probably in one of Rich's publications, been doing it since 1992, been in the music business almost 50 years. One of, and he gave a lot of great advice like you have today to new artists. One of the words of advice he said is the new thing uh, that, that art, I mean, artists have to take themselves 40% of the way before anybody will a label even look at them these days. It's a lot more work, but it, but there's also a lot more risk and reward. The other thing he said, though, is that's most profitable right now that musicians are looking for is sync and getting into sync, which is basically, as I understand it, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but putting, you know, getting your music licensed or sold to a commercial or to a, uh, a film. And there's, you know, there's a lot of money in that. Um, some of the artists, I think, like you do everything where you're an art, you're an actor possibly our friend Flavia she's in a lot of commercials I still see her on commercial after commercial and a, and a few times she's actually had her music put 
she plays herself in, in a commercial that probably everybody recognizes for one of the acid indigestion commercials one of those long ones I forget one of those drug commercials and she's a band member and she's on the bus and she get she can't go on stage because she's sick and but one of her songs uh, is plays in that and and some of the other commercials and she she crosses both of the line she's in movies she's in television shows and she writes music and I just heard yes I watched the Kardashians I heard one of her songs on the Kardashians <laughs> uh, so congratulations to her but that's sync right that's getting your music on a bunch of different platforms or selling your music to a commercial or a film what do you it seems like you you would be involved in that somehow with all you're doing what do you think about sync is that would that be something that you would strive for you'd recommend musician new musicians strive for i definitely think so um i think besides live music and touring like you said it's a very lucrative it can be a very lucrative avenue and if you're already uh, recording and writing your own music why not especially mm -hmm. if you own all of it or most of it um i've done a few uh my first one was with a composer named george shaw and we did a song for this animated film um cinderella um that came out this year um but it was definitely rewarding um but it was on on spec so we had to you know write in a way that um that pleased the um whoever was in charge the music supervisor so um but i i definitely recommend it if 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 people are interested it's definitely a way to um to sustain yourself mm -hmm. yeah i was going to say I, I know a lot of the questions are going to be um you know you earned your way and everything that you did on your path and music is all consuming it's your life and you've made it um uh, but i know a lot of the musicians out there will go well how do i how do I put all those hours into music and wait tables? Or uh, how do I, you know, like so many people in LA and all over the, the world, how do I, you know, work 12 hours here and then go home and do music? There's a way though, right? I mean, you did it in school and you, you continue to do it now and, and then make a living, you know, so you got to figure out your way. But if music is what you love, that's what you'll do. Uh, you'll right. do everything to, to make it happen um your album we didn't get to talk about it enough one last time what's coming up we did play it though and i had so many great questions from your lyrics um one sorry dr d i'm taking some overtime Bre are breakups gold for songwriters one of my silly questions <laughs> breakups gold because it, it sounds like you went through a breakup in these three the, on the off the ep one last time um, you don't have to answer that but it sounded like a breakup you were in love or maybe you weren't in love or i don't know but, but breakups either coming or going well, they're good for they're gold for songwriters right i i think they can be if you make <laughs> if you can make a good song <laughs> yeah, all depends i guess huh? see for instance i would make a really horrible breakup or love song so I, I get your point i get your point um what causes time to stand still for you? These are real rapid-fire questions. Um, what causes time to stand still for you? Anything in this world that just stops you? I think, I think performing, there's just moments where you just kind of... Everything stops in a way, especially when you're... I don't know what it's... I forget what it's called. It's when you're in such a zone. Um, I think... You know that movie... Uh, the one with John Batiste uh, and Jamie Foxx. Uh, 
Gosh, it's a Disney, like a Pixar film about a jazz pianist. Oh, that was great. Um, I, yeah, I know the um, the person that made that at Pixar. Um, yeah, right. Uh, oh, my God, what is it? I'm blanking now, too. Or the guy dies. Soul, right? Is it Soul? Soul. It's like... Hmm. Elise Solberg. <laughs> <laughs> How do we forget it? <laughs> so um, go ahead. Yeah, I there's I forget what it's called, but it's like you're in the zone and everything just kind of stops. Nothing else really matters. Uh, and I think that happens most when I'm performing or if I'm collaborating on someone with a song and we just kind of hit something or a chorus or yeah you know it's it's a magical moment yeah 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 that is awesome okay i i want to ask so much more i want you'll have to come back i hope you will please um please. definitely dr d <laughs> dr d says please 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 uh, please <laughs> uh, okay last question just because i want to mention the album again go pick up the album uh one last time it's an ep you're gonna love it we just played it on the show you're probably humming the tunes in your head go pick it up <laughs> how will that mar album mark your life that ep the first ep um, you ever thought about that looking back when you're when you've got 20 50 albums under your belt <laughs> yeah i i mean that was kind of my first foray i i made that when i was in college four years ago and i kind of didn't give it enough attention when it came out but it was mostly for family and friends uh i think it, it marked me in a way that it, it prepared me to write music that i'm ready for now got it Ooh, and, good answer. and topics that i wasn't ready for back then good answer you're so smart <laughs> all right our special guest today it was such a pleasure is elise solberg um Turn up her mic. Check that out. dot org. Turn up her mic. dot org. Check it out. See how you can help. Get involved if you're if you're dreaming of going into the business. They're there for you. Turn up her mic. dot org. Elise Solberg at dot com. S O L B E R G. dot com. You can find everything there. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Elise Yuka. Y U K A. Listen to her music. Uh, like it. Love it. Bring her in as a part of your life, uh, and she will be there for a long time, producing lots of great things. Oh, love to have you on, Elisa. So great to have you. And um, anything, what's next? Last words. Last words oh to anybody. And what's next for you? What are you working on? Well, thank you so much. There's a lot of exciting things coming. Uh, I have new music coming out under my uh, moniker, Elise, with an accent on the first E. Um, and then uh, tomorrow, if you're in the Bay Area, be sure to catch, um, I guess it's August 5th, um, uh, Outside Lands. I'll be performing with a special artist named Papa Rod. Um, and also Afropunk in September will be out there playing. And <laughs> I need more performances, but I don't want to take up too long talking about them. Uh, well, then you're going to have to come back and tell us as they come up, okay? Promise For me? sure. All right, Elise Solberg, the great Elise Solberg. Thank you so much. Communi Thank you. Yeah, communicate, listen more, and evolve. Have a great week, everybody.
Mods Chobrani, and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm up putting my guns in the ground I can't shoot them anymore That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, The Jeremiah Show. I love you. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.